Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show and welcome to another episode of Unmuted. If you're new here, my name is Adnan and on the show we talk about motivation, inspiration and all things creative with a bunch of interesting people from around the world. So make sure uh, you join the conversation in the comments because this is a two-way street and everything you comment we read live and react to it. Um, so if you have any questions, uh, don't hesitate to hold back. Don't hesitate to hold back. Don't hold back. That's what I should be saying. Um, <laughs> uh, thank you guys for tuning in live. For those of you that are tuning in live, this is also going out as audio after the episode airs. Uh, so if you're one of those people that wants to just listen to a podcast in audio format, uh, that's also in uh, and the link is in the description. But anyway, uh, my guest today is Raith Al-Hur. He's a good friend of mine, a singer-songwriter, uh, multi-instrumentalist, a musician from Lebanon. And today we're going to talk about his uh, new single that came out two days ago uh, through Universal Music. We're going to talk a little bit about his past, a little bit about his future. There's a there's a bunch we could uh, we could discuss. And obviously we're going to lace all of that with uh, stories of inspiration, stories of motivation, a couple of ruts that we've uh, we've gone through and stuff like that. So we're we're going to jump into that right after the intro also just before we hit the intro do you guys see this new space uh the the it's a it's a brand new setup for for the podcast today so our, all your comments are going to be on screen as well uh, let me know how that's going and let me know if everything's working perfectly hit the intro Raith, welcome to the show Hey Adnan, how are you doing, my friend? I am good. How are you? Doing well, thank you. I just I just noticed that the the comments are a little squished on this version of the screen, so let me just fix that real quick. How do I? I like I always tell you guys, I'm I'm fairly fairly new to this, so uh, we're we're still testing things out. Things things might get a little weird. There we go. That might that might have fixed it. <laughs> Sorry about that, Raith. No problem. So tell me, uh, how have you been? How's lockdown been? Uh, you know what? I'm not gonna complain. <laughs> Everyone seems yeah. to be complaining. There's no nothing to complain about. Um, it's it's not that different from my regular life, anyways. I'm not the kind of I'm not introvert, but I'm not the kind of guy that uh, I'm I'm very lazy. Like, uh, save you time I'm, I'm just very lazy i don't go out much anyways so it's uh i don't feel any difference so I, it's I a do feel smooth transition <laughs> yeah you could say but it's um it's sad what ha what's happening but other than that it's um, i think it's going fairly well considering of course what about you yeah i feel i feel like uh it's one of the only times in the world where you could feel like the, literally the entire world has come together it's very it heartwarming is, to see is. It is. It is. Like it's uh, honestly, it's the first time any of us have witnessed anything like that. So it's uh, again, it's sad, but at the same time, as you said, it's heartwarming. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm gonna jump into the comments for a second. Judy says, "Good day, hello from Chicago." Hi, Judy. Thank you for tuning in. As always, you, uh, she says, "No, it got smaller. It was good for a second and got small again." I think she's talking about the uh, comments section. The comments right now. I'm actually um, gonna post something on Instagram and Facebook as well. So. Go for it. We're we're streaming streaming this live. Tell people to join in. Facebook chat. Let's uh, let's see how 
we could do this so you guys uh you guys for those that tune in every every time we stream um you guys know that there's a lot of hiccups <laughs> in this in this uh, show because uh, i'm actually the quite the opposite of a of a live streamer i do editing and that's basically the opposite of this <laughs> you get the footage you take your time you take your time uh kind of uh compiling it putting it together but this is this is the exact opposite of that i actually I, I can totally relate because i am um, when i was studying sound engineering i i focused mainly on studio production because i don't like live stuff mm -hmm. yeah i could i could sit in the studio for 12 hours straight 18 hours straight i don't care but just don't give me live stuff whatever it is so speaking of that let's talk a little bit about your background let's go back to uh what you studied and how you got into music in the first place um well that that goes back all the way back to when i was three years old three or four years old my parents got me my first piano teacher and that's when it all actually it it, it kind of started before that um my dad was studying in um uh, i think it was russia and they was they were telling him that if if um, if your wife sits down and listen to classical music every day, the child is gonna be born interested in music, and apparently it worked. So he used to um, to let my mom listen to uh, piano, Beethoven, and all that kind of stuff. And I was born interested in music. So at three, three or four, they got me my first piano teacher. Um, you know what the thing is as much as i love music i hated the studying part actually focusing on studying uh, music theory and all that so uh, that piano teacher didn't uh, uh, piano teacher thing didn't last that long anyways i think it was a year then i started um playing some percussions then at 14 i started playing guitar uh, mainly self-taught there there was this little institute in my hometown um it wasn't a, a big deal but i started at this around the same time i started playing drums as well um then i formed uh, a metal band black metal band uh i was playing drums with them my brother was the lead singer and i think i started singing when i was as in singing in public when I was 18 or 19. So uh, yeah, that's that's briefly how it how it all started. Like I didn't, I loved I loved to sing. I definitely loved to sing. I I never had the guts to sing in in, uh, in public. But it all changed when I was 19. So it's uh, I miss so playing a, drums though. That's I was just gonna say that's a pretty big genre jump from black metal. Uh, to your solo stuff right now, which what do you consider that? Like I just say singer songwriter, because uh, you kind of span over a couple of different genres. It's not just one thing. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the uh, thing is, I do listen to a lot of genres, and the fact that I learned um, many instruments, and then after college, because um, after not after college, during college, I actually joined Berkeley online and. I studied studio production, which is mainly uh, sound engineering, and then I finished music production for film and TV, which is mainly orchestration. 
So uh, that's a that's a huge mix of uh, genres and music styles. So, but I did love the fact that uh, like back then when I used to play drums, I I loved play drum playing drums and I loved the, that kind of music because it was black metal. Then I um, switched to um, progressive metal and thrash metal. I played with several bands and I still love that kind of music. But um, I'm, I'm not sure if you know the the story behind this. Like it, it all happened all of a sudden. It was my band Roswell. Yeah, I want to I want to get uh, that story because I actually don't know. I met you uh, when you were in Roswell. You were already an established yes. band. I've heard of you even back when I was in Jordan before I moved to Dubai and got to see you guys live. So I don't know the story. I'd love to know that story. Well, it's a it's a funny thing. Um, Roswell was originally a heavy metal band and I was the drummer. Uh, we didn't have any background whatsoever. We were participating in a, in a competition, band competition in Beirut. And the thing is, I was the drummer. The, we my brother was the lead vocalist. And I, I, I honestly forgot who the bassist was, but the guitarist was... Uh, Mahar Mardini, who's who turned uh, like became who became the bassist later on in Roswell. The thing is, we formed the band just to participate in this band competition. And I don't remember that was back in 2005, by the way. I don't quite remember what happened exactly, but the competition got postponed for a couple of weeks. And when they postponed this competition, um, my brother and some other member, uh, my brother was immigrating to Canada and the other guy was traveling for some other reason as well. So they couldn't be in the band anymore. They couldn't perform at the, at the competition. So Maher, the guitarist and I, we were talking like, you know what, we can swear, right? It's, it's fine to swear on Facebook. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can, you, can, you can swear if you want. That's, there's no problem. Everyone here, uh, just, everyone here. <laughs> I don't want to, but it comes out. It sometimes comes out. Yeah, I, I, so I just wanted to make we, sure um, that no one in the podcast had to like think, just blurt. <laughs> ah, okay, okay. I'm sorry. I, I kind of have to. Anyways, uh, so yeah, we, um, we don't want to forfeit the whole thing. We don't want to um, get out of the, leave the competition. So we were like, why don't we find other members and I'll sing. And Maher was like, what? Since when do you sing? Like, well, but uh, by that time, I was actually quite a, an established drummer in Lebanon. It has been like four years or five years since I used to, I was playing for metal bands. So it's like, since when do you sing? I'm like, well, I could try. Well, we could, I could give it a try. So we got other members. I remember it was Kevin Haddad on drums and uh, Muhammad Almir on bass. And we turned Roswell from a heavy metal band to an alternative rock band. Uh, we gave it a shot and we we won. We won the competition. That's how it, it was. It was called Roswell 47 back then. So, it, uh, so I want to ask about the weird um, theme behind that band. Because you guys had like this weird alien Roswell... Uh, and you did you had this weird intro when you played live but the songs yeah. weren't necessarily themed like that either true so uh, what did that theme come from 
Well, the name itself it was uh, we didn't we didn't give it uh, much thought. Anyways, I remember Maher and I were talking, and uh, he was like, "We have to go register um, our name in the competition," and we didn't have a name back then. I remember I was listening to Roswell Forty Seven by Hypocrisy, which is a metal band, and I was like, "Why don't we call it Roswell Forty Seven?" And that's how it all started. So we named this <laughs> really Roswell. Yeah, yeah, it's a very uh, we have a very deep meaning behind uh, but where the, where it came from it came from a band like hypocrisy which is insanely yes. heavy and the way you yes. guys sounded after was was pretty cool yeah i was like uh, roswell 47 goodbye my lover <laughs> yeah it's uh it, but uh, you know what it, it was fine we didn't care much about the name and honestly roswell was not was never meant to last like i remember i was tra- supposed to travel afterwards to study abroad and all that and uh was not we just wanted to participate in the competition so apparently it lasted we got rid after a couple of months we got rid of the 47 and just kept it as roswell but like the thing is we did not want to associate the whole roswell thing with the alien stuff but everyone kept ask asking us like roswell is it like area 51 you know what like fuck it that's what people want to hear so we'll give them all that so yeah i remember in dubai that intro they heard in dubai we didn't play it that much anyways like it was around like for like a year or so we played it in dubai i remember i think we played it in jordan and like a couple of shows in lebanon and that was it so i want to i want to talk a little bit about um switching to uh you know, you said Roswell wasn't supposed to last, and I want to talk about you switching to solo. But first, I just want to jump in the comments for a little bit. Um, Judy saying, "Adnan, the larger you make it, uh, the smaller Wraith gets." Please let me know if it's if it's still that way uh, or not. I'm, Wait, what? I, I think it's supposed to be fine now. <laughs> Hopefully, Wraith isn't a tiny pixel on the screen. Um, uh, Abud's here. Hey, bro, how you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, all the love to everyone in uh, Bahrain, the metal scene in Bahrain. Uh, Tara says everyone asks the question about swearing. Yes, they do. I guess. Yeah. Um, I, I, just the formality, I think, of of being on the show uh, kind of uh, makes it feel like you shouldn't swear. But hey, man, it's unmuted, right? Uh, Fadi is in the house. Thank you for tuning in, brother. Fadi is uh, was in Roswell. Yes. What's the up, Fadi? Roswell. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in. Um, Abud saying you can make a blurry sound for swearing. That's one of the unfortunate things for about doing this live. We can't censor. Uh, we can't. We can't um, uh, cover can, up can, anything. Unless I have a some sort of button I could click. <laughs> yeah, just swear. just beep yourself. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, going back to what I was saying, uh, Roswell uh, became fairly established within the Middle Eastern region and even abroad. You guys played hundreds of shows. Uh, a lot of shows everywhere um, and uh, the album was doing well and stuff and then you decided to go solo you were saying that it wasn't supposed to be uh, a full full time thing uh, tell me about this transition to solo well um, the, as much as I loved Roswell and I still do I cons- like considerably considerably uh, young I was 18 around 18 and it lasted like 12 years so I didn't experience any 
um, I didn't have any, um, like I, I really wanted to try something on my own, just all by myself. So, uh, and something a bit different from Roswell. And the fact like in the last, because as I was telling you, Roswell was not supposed to last. So it, it, it started as, as, uh, as something with just a small project we wanted to try out and it lasted, which is, which is perfect. We loved every bit of it. We had a lot of uh, fun things coming uh, throughout the years. So uh, it definitely wasn't easy to make that transition but um, I'm, I'm honestly still considering myself um, moving along through this transition. It's not over yet, the transition itself. So it's um, the fact that Fadi, for example, he moved to the KSA and I was living in Dubai and Rudy is in Lebanon. And it, it, it just did, didn't make much sense anymore. We released the last album in 2015, Unraveling New Beginnings, which actually came out as a fling as well. Like it's uh, it just came out all of a sudden. We decided that we wanted to record an album. I traveled from uh, Dubai to Lebanon and Fadi came from, uh, I, I don't know if he was there anyways back in 2015, but anyways, we recorded the whole album in one week. So it wasn't, we've never took it uh, that seriously. So when I started working on my own music, uh, I, I just wanted to avoid all the mistakes uh, we've made during uh, the Roswell period and um, take advantage of everything we've learned in the 12 years. And I do believe I've done that, which is when we started talking to Universal Music. Um, my personal, my solo act, I don't think it's that different from Roswell. Roswell, I do have some, I, I do have some rock elements. I do have a couple of songs that are uh, considered alternative rock or pop rock or whatever, but. Uh, yeah, I do. I do. again, it wasn't definitely wasn't easy because I've never had this kind of thing where where I uh, write my own music all by myself. But it's been quite interesting for the past couple of years. I could so, say that, yeah. So going because uh, I've never uh, done a solo project. I've been always been a band guy, and I think when you're a band guy and you have uh, other uh, guys or girls around you contributing to the writing process, it's a very different mindset, I can imagine, from uh, releasing something that's wholly your own. Uh, I, I think part of the, the stress and the anxiety for me personally would be that I own complete responsibility of the, the peaks and valleys of anything I release. It's completely yes. your own product. And you can't Absolutely. be like, oh, you know, as a team, uh, this didn't work out or as a team, this was great. It's 100% on you, which I think uh, for me personally, I, it would cause a lot of stress. If I didn't have the guys in, uh, in the band to back me up, it would be um, from that perspective, not just from like an artistic uh, output perspective. No, no, absolutely. It makes makes perfect sense. The thing is, it's uh, especially when you start the solo act, you have no idea how people are going to react. Like if, if 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 it was the same style, um, maybe you can expect something. Especially when you're the lead singer, so they're they're hearing or listening to a familiar voice, which is fine. 
But if you're switching genres and you're no longer with a band, you're going solo, you have electronic, you used to sing in a rock band, which is basically the same elements uh, for 12 years, which is guitars, bass, drums, uh, vocals, and sometimes other elements like keyboards and all that. But when you switch from that all the way to, um, there are electronic elements, there are, really exotic instruments like I used in my first release I used Duduk so it's um, it's quite interesting to uh, to see what, how people would react it's uh, it's 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 still it, I, I still feel that every time I release I released Dream a couple of days ago and I had no idea what to expect from people because I've released four songs with Universal so far none of them are uh, remotely close to the to each other they're far away from each other so you never know what to expect and as you said the pressure is all on you it's no longer a band it's it's all on you but uh yeah it's it's interesting it's uh i like it let's uh let's talk a little bit about uh universal music and you getting signed to it um yeah from a timeline it feels like going solo uh paid off um for for you as an artist in general i mean with the black metal band Roswell and then going solo and you got signed uh, to Universal Music uh, off off the demo basically did you uh, tell me how that happened I, I don't know the story yet um, um, actually JM JM yes um, the thing is what happened with Universal is that when I decided to go solo uh, as I was telling you I don't want to do it uh, I wanted to avoid all the mistakes I've done with Roswell and uh, I started, I remember my good friend Hadi as well. He was signed to Universal back then. And I was, uh, who I was we've, uh, Sorry to cut you off, but who we've had on the show uh, earlier, I think he was episode four, maybe, or three. But yeah, sorry. Yes. Just plug, yeah, go no watch problem. that one as well. It's cool. Yeah. yeah. So the thing is, I was, uh, I was interested by the fact that you would be signed to one of the biggest labels in the world and i wanted to give it a shot i had no idea it's gonna it was gonna work out so i started doing some research just as anybody else and i don't quite remember how it happened but i was talking to jm and he told me about his friend shirin who knows someone and we could try and send them a demo like it, it was very it was very like was all over the place i remember talking like it, it went from through like 10 different people mm-hmm. till it reached universal and i got in contact with them and i sent them the first demo they called me and we had some sort of like it was like a job interview i remember it was like a job they were asking all those weird questions where where do you see yourself in five years and all that i'm like and <laughs> that's amazing. yeah I'll, I'll, yeah so uh that that that's how it happened they they really liked the music and uh, i remember i sent them the first i only sent them the first song which is uh, which was the a prayer and they really liked it and uh, we agreed on the contract terms and all that and we signed i remember that was march march or april 2018 i have really bad memory by the way I mean, I, I do too. Um, uh, Judy asks, uh, what country have you had the most positive reception from your music? That's a great question. Um, 
answer that in terms of uh, not only the solo but also Roswell. I'm just curious if there's a difference in the music that you were uh, releasing versus the market that picked it up the most. Well, um, they are quite different because Roswell's biggest fan base was actually in Jordan and not Lebanon. I am ironically uh, considering we're even a, a, as a Lebanese band, the, your market yes. was Jordan. Yes, we had wow. a huge fan base in Jordan. Like it was, it was really, really cool. And even even Egypt was was much bigger than uh, than Lebanon as a fan base for Roswell. We we went on a couple of tours and they were absolutely amazing in, in Egypt. But for the solo act, the solo act is is. Um, and things are happening like it's it's quite weird again all the songs are different from each other so i expect different people liking different kind of music but i remember getting the report for the first song which is a prayer a prayer was a big hit in far east asia which is i yes it was uh like when i got the report like was what like mm -hmm. how, how did that happen so it's uh it's quite interesting how things are right nowadays in uh, like a digital world you have no idea especially that you can you can get the analytics almost immediately of because yes. it's all on digital platforms yes exactly it's 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 quite amazing like how things are i i i wouldn't have expect if you would have told me that one of the songs would be uh, a big song in far east asia i wouldn't believe you in a million years like it doesn't make any kind of sense whatever it is especially that we're, we're releasing uh through universal music mina so we're supposed to be big in the mina region um uh, but yeah i it's it's, it's quite it's quite uh, interesting to see how things work out differently for each song i'm still waiting to see how dream is uh what it's gonna take like a month or two to see uh see how it's going so i'm just gonna apologize right now judy and joy i said judy asked the question but joy actually asked the question you guys corrected me um it's this page if you could see how small the comments are uh and they're red i need to fix that i really the 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 names are in red so uh i just glanced i saw a j and i i uh, went for it but yeah you are correct joy asked that question yes. thank you for an awesome question and judy is always asking awesome questions so uh i've i've gotten those two mixed up um but thank you guys uh, for that question i wanted to ask you uh Reith, about the um you mentioned you've how how long have you been signed to uh, uh universal uh music as of now two years two years, two years. and yes. in those two years you mentioned that you've released four singles and i kind of want to talk yes. a little bit about um not only the 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 successes and the peaks but also uh, the the struggles and the hard stuff um uh, we've briefly you and i talked about uh kind of like writer's block and the environment uh, playing into uh, your your creative process um you moved countries halfway through that you you changed uh, a couple of things in your personal life all that stuff uh let give me a little bit of like uh how you deal uh with with the writer's block with uh, with the environment uh, kind of blocking you uh, from from being able to produce your music. Well, uh, the thing is, um, in two thousand eight, 
I've been in, um, I've, I moved from Dubai to Lebanon in 2017, the end of 2017. So the thing is, I did not know how hard this move is going to be until, let's say, September 2018. Relatively speaking, 2018 was a very good year for me. Like I signed with Universal. I had a huge project with, uh, with Google in London. And um, like career-wise, it was a very successful year. But uh, here's something I'd actually, I think this is the first time I addressed this, uh, which is mental health. The problem with mental health, unlike physical health, is that you have no, you would not know it's there. And I'm gonna swear again, it fucked me up in 2018. It was not easy. I did not take, like I signed with Universal Music not knowing what was gonna happen. When you sign with a major label, you have, um, there's a lot of expectation from you. You cannot release four songs in two years. It does not make any sense. If it was an album, uh, it makes sense. And uh, I'm actually not gonna consider them four songs. It was three songs. If, if you dig in, if you go to my, for example, like if you go to my Instagram account, you'll notice that I, ha I announced a song release for a song called um, Meant To Be back in August. I said that it was going to be released, but it not, I did not post anything afterwards. Like it, I just said it was going to be released, and it was released, but I, not, I did not even mention anything. The, the, whole, uh, the whole thing happened, uh, what really, really happened back in 2018 is that I, I went through a really, really, really rough phase mentally um, and physically. So uh, thankfully, uh, Universal Music were extremely understanding. They really um, uh, supported me back then and they were cool about it. Just take your time, do whatever it is. But um, you feel, personally, you feel uh, useless. Like you just signed, you just signed to one of the biggest labels in the world. You should be on top of the world. Like the, when it comes to creativity, when it comes to all aspects, you should be excited. Like this is uh, this is not something that happens every day. You just you, you're blowing it away all the way just by sitting at home. It's not like I had something to do. Like I, I wasn't doing anything. I had some freelance work to do. Other than that, I didn't do anything. I should have taken care of my music. And two years is a big time. I could have done a lot of things in two years, but I didn't. So it's, um, yeah, you know what? I, I don't know how to explain it. It's, um, it's not like, I, it's not that I regret what happened, but it definitely, definitely wasn't easy. Like, it's not something... Uh, I really like to remember and I'm trying to move on. I'm, I'm even trying to catch up uh, as if I'm way behind what I'm supposed to be re releasing musically uh, right now. Because um, everyone has problems, but I do believe you're an artist and you know it's um, sometimes, uh, actually most of the times, music is what uh, relieves you from everything else. Like yeah, it's even the, the escape, even the, the output. Exactly. So it's uh, usually how that's how it goes. To me, it was a bit the opposite. I hated myself. I hated my music. I hated everything 
related to my music and I hated Roswell as well so uh, yeah it was it was it was uh, it was really really rough uh, rough phase um, which is honestly I'm, I'm quite surprised um, uh, of how I dealt with it because I've always thought I genuinely I'm, I'm, I mean what I'm saying because I've always thought um, this whole mental thing is not as serious as like I always thought like how how, how bad can it be um, it, I, I genuinely hope no one ever feels the way I was feeling back then but it's um, a physical pain you can actually feel you know what's hurting you uh, it, it's the, the worst thing you could ever feel, feel in your life is when you uh, when everything is going right in your life you still feel like shit like everything is just perfect uh, from all aspects like you have no reason whatsoever to feel bad about yourself and all that but you still do and you have no idea why and so I, uh, I think those are those are some of the hardest times to get over because um, there's something that happens in your brain that kind of judges yourself like you're judging yourself about feeling the way you do or having uh, the, the mental state that you're having because you're also telling yourself at the same time I shouldn't be feeling like this because everything is good yes everything is supposed to be good and I think Dude, that's some of the hardest times to get out of in in 2018 I signed with the Universal Music with which is a huge deal um, and later that year I went to London uh, for a freelance project with Google for a whole month a whole um, I got paid really well and um, the whole stay was for, for free and the project was for a month but I actually finished it in two weeks so I basically had a vacation for two weeks in London a paid vacation fully paid vacation in London for two weeks and I only stayed at home wow. so it's, I, I didn't end up doing anything so when I came back I was like what the fuck was that what did I just do? Like I had a vacation in London, a fully paid vacation in London. I could have done anything I wanted. All I did was go watch Liverpool and, and, and Liverpool. So that was it. So it's <laughs> for a whole month. It was, uh, yeah, that's when you realize something is, okay, something is not right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, um, I, I think um, it happens. It happens to the best of us. Uh, but yeah, the past couple of years, musically, uh, it was not good for me. I, I, I genuinely, I honestly admit that it uh, wasn't good for me. But I'm trying to catch up now. And I actually think this is, I, th I think this is a, a dialogue and a conversation that a lot of uh, people go through, but not a lot of people talk about. Specifically, musicians that are in either metal or rock, or have been coming up through the metal or rock. Uh, genre I don't know why but these specific musicians always tend to like just close up uh, the the idea of, of going through something uh, that that might stop them from writing because you're, you're I, don't, I don't know what it is I don't know what it is but I've gone through it and I've tried to be open about it as well but uh, not a lot of people uh, come out like you swinging yeah man it's uh, I have not, personally I have nothing to hide it's nothing to be ashamed of I've genuinely like I've I've said genuinely way too much tonight. Um, it's uh, it's it, honestly, it really uh, is genuine though. Yeah, it is uh, genuinely. <laughs> it is genuine. So it's uh, it's it's not easy to come out and say that you've had this kind of problem, but it's fine. 
it's, it's absolutely fine. It's nothing to be ashamed of. And I can admit I'm much better now. So it's, and you said it yourself. It's, you don't know how you feel. Like I, if you, if you ask me to explain how I felt, I, I honestly, I, I cannot explain it. I cannot tell you how I felt and I cannot tell you, like I used to write, I remember writing stuff and just like, what the hell is that? That's shitty. And it's uh, for no reason whatsoever. So it's, it's uh, yeah, again, it happens to the best of us. Absolutely. Um, Joy says, uh, yes, I understand that. Mental health is so important to take care of, but it's so tough when going through it. It's fabulous you came through it. Thank, Thank you so, so much, much for that comment, Joy. Um, and JM is asking, uh, shout out to JM. Uh, did you overcome the depression? And if yes, how did you manage to move on? Did I come the depression, overcome the depression? Um, yes, I could, uh, I could say that I, I did over, I had, I overcame the, 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 the depression. How did you manage to move on? Mm. I think this is one of the questions that a lot of people, uh, a lot of musicians and artists and, and on like the people that are, are tuning in, um, one of the things they, they look for is what the solution is, uh, because, because I know myself, uh, I've talked to a lot of people that are in the chat right now. Um, they find it very difficult to, uh, kind of accept that they've moved out of that phase as well, as much as it is har as hard as talking about it. The thing is, you know what you reach? Yeah. You have, you have some sort of flies or <laughs> somewhere. Yeah, yeah, there's a. I was on mute, but there's a there's a mosquito kicking my ass right here. Yeah, all good. <laughs> so, um, how did I overcome the depression? You know what? I I I think you reach a point when you realize um, you just have to you just have to move on. You can't keep on uh, I have to admit there's there was some medication at the, at the first stage that's again it's nothing to be ashamed of I did see uh, a professional and he told me to take the a medication which is fine and honestly it did help it, it did help the medication and the thing is um, you you um, I don't know how to explain this. You just uh, you just need to to look at things from a perspective w w where you realize that it's all about being happy. Like whatever makes you happy, just do it. As cliche as it may sound, but uh, uh, it's it's true. Like I just wanted to. Uh, all I thought was I, I wanted to go uh, go back to my music. I need to write music. I need to. Uh, uh, play sports, which what I did. Uh, just find something to make you happy. Food was part of it, by the way. Um, comfort food was a huge part of it. Um, I, I can definitely relate to that. You, you know. Yes, <laughs> yes. Food and beer. So yeah. it's uh, or or uh, bourbon. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Dude, I'm locked down. I have I don't have anything around here. Don't tease me with bourbon. So it's a it's a matter of realizing that uh, I know I'm not gonna kill myself. 
So it's either I kill myself or, you know what, just get out of bed, do what I have to do. Just make the li little things in life um, matter and make, make them feel happy. Whatever it is, as simple I, as food, as, as we were saying, just having I a think, good burger would put me in a, in a good mood. I think one of the so, most important things you touched on as well is that you, you got professional help uh, and you took the medication and you went down that route, which, uh, which is very, very important. And uh, if anyone you, watching is, you is in any funk... How important, you would not know how important it is until you actually seek help. Because... Uh, you will not, at least personally speaking, I, I wasn't willing to acknowledge that I had, had a problem until the doctor told me. And he, he told me how, how, how it's uh, like, what, what exactly is going on, uh, going on with me? And he was right. So it's, uh, you, you're, you will not accept it from your parents or any kind of friend because um, you just need to talk to someone who doesn't know you. When you talk to someone who doesn't know you and has no emotional attachment to you and he tells you that this is what's happening, then you realize that, yes, that's what's happening. So, yeah. Uh, and yeah, medication. I did take medication uh, and it was, it was absolutely fine. And no, no side effects, no uh, addictive tendency whatsoever. But it's fine. That's good to hear, man. I'm glad you're back on the mend and I'm glad that you're back uh, releasing you music and we're gonna we're gonna be talking about um, the song you released two days ago uh, yes. and the music video you released two days ago right after uh, we jump back in the comments for a second uh, Joy says you have no control and too often others think you can just snap out of it and it's not that simple uh, you can't explain it always take your time uh, always take time for you I often support people with MH uh, and it's so good to talk about it absolutely Joy thank you so much 100% uh, she, says, she, said, she, she said the most important point, she, you can't explain it. You yeah. can never explain it. That's true. Taimur's tuning in. Thank you for tuning in, Taimur. And he says, a question for Raith. When you have mental blocks in writing music, like you sit with your guitar for hours and nothing comes out, you feel frustrated. Should you push through or get away from playing for a while? How would you go about it? Um, in my case, I wouldn't go through with it. I don't I wouldn't push through with it. The thing is it's not that uh, it's not about um, uh, nothing coming out. There was always something coming out. It's it's that whatever comes out is, is, is seems bad to you. That's the, that's the thing. When you're releasing music as I do, I'd rather not release something than this is not business afterward after all. Like if, if I was composing music to a TV station and I have a deadline and all that, yes, I definitely push through. Well, which but by the way, thing... just for the viewers that, uh, that uh, weren't tuning in from the beginning, it's something you also do. You do uh, production yes. for TV, you do music for TV, you do voiceovers and all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. So outside of that, when it's just music, uh, you, you don't push through it. No. And honestly, it's, uh, okay, I have to mention as well, I was not taking freelance projects. I used to reject projects so I don't have to deal with anything or anyone. Mm -hmm. So uh, in my case, I did not push through at, wow. at all. I was uh, I was uh, I was at this stage where, you know what? Just get the hell out of my way. I don't want to do anything. 
I used to get like I, I used to get freelance projects and I would just reject them like I can't I can't do them right now. So uh, no, honestly, I, I didn't push through. Uh, it's uh, again, it's it's not something you can explain. Uh, I just didn't feel like uh, doing anything. Um, and also no regrets. It's, uh, it was a phase and but yeah, no, not pushing through. Awesome. Well, well, uh, uh, thank you very much, Raith, for sharing. First of all, because uh, not not everyone uh, does that. Uh, Judy says thank you for sharing. Joy agrees with you, uh, and uh, about getting back on track. Um, so I want to I want to talk a little bit about uh, your latest single released through Universal Music. Uh, you yes. re- also released a uh, a music video for it. Um, yes. It's called Dream. Yes. Um, now for uh, logistics, let's say I'm not able to play it because it is Universal Music, um, the the label has signed to, which is huge, and they will take us down in a second if I <laughs> play you guys a snippet. <laughs> but I'm gonna play the music video uh, muted, um, and I, I just want to get your thoughts on coming back after everything you've been through, uh, writing the song, shooting the video, and and. Like what? What this uh, phase is is feeling like for you? Yeah, absolutely. The video is playing. You could start. So uh, the thing is about Dream. Uh, it's one of the songs I've uh, wanted to release. Uh, I wrote for Dream over two years ago. By the way, I, I did mention it. I mentioned that in a post. Um, the story the thing is people think it's a sad song it's not a sad song it's an emotional song yes but um, it's definitely not a sad song i love the fact that um, we managed to put the an old lady um, just reminiscing about what could have happened in her life uh, she's thinking about what her life um, could have been if she had taken some sort of decisions, certain decisions in her life. Uh, she has no regrets because she's always smiling. Um, and she's thinking that her life was good. And and um, what else can I tell you? It's a matter of just any story in the world has um, a million meanings behind it. Everyone can uh, interpret a certain situation um, in their own certain way. So uh, the beauty, beautiful thing, what I really enjoyed about working uh, on Dream is that uh, you see the video. Everyone thinks of it uh, in their own, uh, from their own perspective. Everyone sees it from their own perspective. Uh, but I seriously think it's, uh, it's, uh, um, I don't want to say happy, but it's a positive, it's a positive song where everyone just, um, I don't know if I'm making any kind of sense, but, uh, it just makes you feel, ah, trying to explain it. I actually like I actually like that you're uh, finding uh, finding a hard, finding it hard to explain uh, the the context or, or the the message behind it because I think uh, the interpretation 
of the video, like you said, everyone's finding their own version of what the song means to them. And I think that's yes. one of the most important things in the world. The fact that even to you yourself, trying to like, uh, not dumb it down, but you know what I mean? Like trying to uh, limit it to a sentence uh, and finding it hard is very cool because I'm pretty sure it's more of a feeling uh, and, and kind of like a state to you than it is just like, oh, you know, this song is supposed to be about X, Y, Z. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, I don't know how to explain uh, any song I write in, in words, which is why as an, I, I write lyrics, but I don't know how to explain it uh, verbally out loud. So it's, uh, I simply let the lyrics do the talking and the music that makes sense. Absolutely makes sense. And um, so so you you released this music video two days ago. Uh, and we talked yes. about a little bit about the dips and valleys uh, over the last a couple of years. Uh, you are you looking for to write an album kind of stuff like because you're you're signed to a major label, right? Um, I want to know uh, for especially for the musicians in the house. Uh, is there uh, is the album still around? Is is a releasing albums still a viable uh, thing for for musicians, or is it just singles? Are you are you looking for uh, releasing a single every once in a while? Um, that's a very good question. Uh, I do have material for material for a full album, but um, I don't think I'm going to release it as an album. Uh, nowadays, you have thousands and thousands of releases every day worldwide. You have to keep people um, interested in what you do. So if you release an album altogether, it's, uh, this is, I'm just talking marketing-wise. This is strictly business. It's, uh, I don't think it's a good idea nowadays to release a full album. Because releasing uh, a single every um, a month, let's say a couple of months, is much better. Because people are still uh, interested uh, interested in what you're doing. It's all about uh, continue. It's uh, I don't know how to say it. It's all about keeping things going, never stopping. Just uh, you have to continue doing what you're doing every single day so it's you cannot release an album every couple of months um, unless you're uh, even even if you've the best songwriter ever it's uh it's it, it's not gonna make much sense mm -hmm. people need to get attached to something they're not gonna get attached to an album they get attached to a song and if you add that song later on to an album that would make sense but they were at, uh, attracted to that album from that song so I'd rather not go through that. I'd rather just release singles every month or so. Depends on the, because uh, we get our uh, availability from Universal, of course. So, uh, but yeah, releasing like four, five singles a year is, to me, is much better than releasing a full album. So uh, at least in my genre like if uh, if you have a but honestly thinking it's it's even if uh, if you're going with other genres as well it's not gonna uh, it's not gonna be the same as releasing a single and again i'm just talking marketing wise sorry uh Reith, 
the somehow the video uh this video is being blocked now by umg uh while we're streaming that's amazing they content wait they you you put the i'm not even looking but you put the whole video the what did you put the whole video not the whole video uh but the music was uh muted ah they they don't care the footage footage as well ah okay so uh we're gonna have to uh I don't know if anyone can see what we're doing now. We're going to have to cut and come back, I think. I think. I don't know. Okay. Is there anyone? Is anyone? Uh, yeah, we're definitely. I don't think we're live. We are. Are we live? Is anyone watching? I'm uh, checking it from my phone. Because I just got a uh, notification. Oh, Universal Music Group is... Uh, is blocking no, our not live yeah all right so we're gonna have to disconnect and come back let's uh let's do that <laughs> okay wow all right we should be back we should be back in business ladies and gentlemen uh so while we were doing that last bit um i got a notification through the uh the facebook uh, platform uh saying that uh, umg has claimed um the video uh and was slowly it seemed uh taking it down from being live and i'm surprised to to know that that happened because i thought the content id would be uh through the the music so that's why i muted the music and the video was in the frame and and uh i, I didn't know that uh they would claim it but we got taken down by universal music for playing rates uh brand new video playing playing it on mute that that is yeah. some serious uh serious content id there my friend they um <laughs> they once blocked me oh you got your your uh, own stuff video taken of down? one of my songs yes yep so wh where'd you post it you posted it on facebook or, or instagram no i was posting a video on instagram and uh as lazy as I was, they, they did mention in an email, Universal mentioned an email, you cannot post anything over 25 seconds on any social media. So okay. I did not read that email. And uh, yeah, it was taken down like in, in less than 30 seconds. Yeah, I was surprised because I've never gotten... Um, a, so when we you go live on Facebook, there's like this thing they call the live producer page it's where i can see the comments it's where i make sure that the stream is still going uh and that i'm unmuted uh for the most part um but i've never gotten a notification saying uh, umg has claimed your uh, your video and it's being deleted so yeah <laughs> uh, so so the the notifications actually your video matches 30 seconds of video owned by umg applied to 249 countries your page uh, was blocked your video from the page at then was blocked because it may contain music and audio uh, that belongs to someone else. So 249 countries uh, can no longer see the the first part of this uh, episode. Let's hope that's not true. Um, but if it if it is, uh, go listen to the audio only version. <laughs> Because the music was definitely muted, and uh, does it get uploaded uh, automatically? 
No, uh, so the audio. It later on. Yeah, the audio only version. Um, uh, I I upload it later. I basically download uh, everything we did, and then I uh, I put it uh, put it up on uh, Anchor, which is a. Oh, so the video for... part, the first part of whatever we were talking about, is now deleted, unless you're recording it at your end. Uh, yes, I I uh, I have been. Um, so I'll figure out a way where we can. Yeah, we can you definitely can just keep... upload the whole thing later on. Just take out the video. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll we'll figure this out, and I'll make a I'll make a little disclaimer um, to uh, to figure out who who missed what. Um, but if if you guys uh, want to help us spread the word again, uh, just share uh, the video, share the stream, and also if you share the stream, I don't know if you guys know this, right over here. If you give it a like or or a share, your name pops up in this uh, in this corner. When it's me in uh, in Reitz, uh mirrored version of a corner as well. Uh, if you also like the stream and uh, and follow the page and stuff, the, we get little uh, alert shoutouts here. Uh, that took me a really long time to figure out <laughs> how to make. <clears throat> um, but before all that madness. What were we talking about? I, I I'm still I'm still I'm still a little in shock, guys. <laughs> that that was so quick. That was so quick to to be taken down. Are you um, impressed? I am a little bit uh, in in a in like a very uh, shell shock way. But yeah, this is this is uh, definitely. There we go. There's a there's that notification that I was telling you guys about. So, did you? Oh, there it is. Thank you, Sahil. Thank you very much for uh, for the like and thank you for for checking out the stream. Jude says, Adnan, the video you showed was muted, but I was watching the video silent. Then went to YouTube and saw and heard the song. Great song. Thank you very much, Judy. Yeah, so it was muted, but apparently uh, Universal Music uh, also flag video content. So uh, the video, <laughs> it might, the, the, the first part of this, I, I titled this one uh, episode 8.5, but the, the first part of this might be taken down, but I'll eventually find a way to get it back up without that video uh, being up there. Dana says, play Final Fantasy VII Remake. I'm sorry, Dana. Uh, this is uh, this is not that kind of stream. It's not a gaming stream, <laughs> but um, but I'll definitely check the game out. D has joined. D, what is up? Thank you for for uh, tuning in. There we go. Do you see that, Wraith? Look at your screen right now. Uh, you'll see it says Wraith like the like the stream. So that took me a while to make because. Uh, Things like the the alerts and the comments and stuff has to be in encoding, which is kind of kind of insane. Anyway, let's let's jump back we into what we were saying. Now. Thank you, Mike, <laughs> for tuning in. Uh, this uh, this madness, uh, Mike missed out, uh, and Fadi is back. Thank you, Fadi, for coming back. Uh, thank you for Let's liking it. I shared. I, I shared the. I suck at technology. I actually hate. Yeah. Technology. So, just to uh, to get everyone uh, up to speed, we were we were having an amazing conversation uh, about uh, Red's journey, 
um, about everything that he's gone through in the last couple of years, about being signed, signed uh, rather to uh, Universal Music and the last single he released a couple of days ago. And what I did was, um, which Play I thought was fine. <laughs> I thought it was fine. Uh, I played his music video, but I was trying to be sneaky because, you know, we didn't want to get copyrighted or anything. I muted the audio, but apparently Universal Music is so badass that even during a live stream, 30 seconds after a video is played, they flagged it. And um, I'm still not sure if the uh, the first video uh, is up. I don't know if any of you guys uh, can multi-tab. Go check out if that first video is still up or not. Um, uh, but I'll find a way. If, it, if they take it down, I'll find a way to uh, download it, re-upload it without that part because it was such an important discussion. We discussed a lot of things. Um, from race history to uh, mental health to advice for uh, you know musicians and artists everywhere so we're definitely going to get back, that back up but uh, we're going to kick off for everyone uh, that most of the people are um, are tuning back in uh, so we're going to continue talking about what we're talking about let's go uh, from the music video um, and uh, we were talking about plans for uh, an album uh, versus singles alone and uh, we were talking about what you have uh, in the pipeline for the solo work yes um, um for um we were talking about the whole album single thing personally i'd rather have multiple singles throughout the year than having a full uh recorded album but you never know what could happen in the future but for marketing purposes, to keep um, people interested in what you're doing, I might as well just release a single every now and then, maybe every couple of months or even less than that, a month and a half. Um, then just release uh, one time full uh, full album. It's uh, I think it's 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 better because you can you you can market a full album for a certain amount of time. Um, you're not going to market a, an album for a whole year and keep people interested. You could listen to the first song of the album, not like it, and just skip the whole thing. So um, to me, at least, singles are better. So I'd rather release singles. So one of, the ways, one of the ways we, uh, we try to uh, kind of find a gray area in Zvengali between uh, releasing singles and a full-length album is uh, we decided to release the full-length album but have a music video uh, released monthly for each song yes. on that album to try and, and keep the, um, the the momentum going for each song as well. And uh, it's also just a, a marketing campaign that you have for us personally. Like it was nine tracks, nine months. So nine yeah, months. Yeah, perfect. Of, uh, that, 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 that could uh, work perfectly well. So it's uh, it's a matter of what you prefer what i think because the thing is um i'm assuming uh the the album for zvingali uh, the your latest album um it's basically the same style throughout um to me the music that i'm working on it's uh, all the singles are different from each other so uh, they're different genres and all that but i i did have an idea once uh, and i might end up doing it which is uh, releasing all the singles in one album the album is called in all shapes and colors which is uh, basically nice. this like uh, the yeah copyrighted so. by the way no one try to steal that universal music will come after you like they came after me <laughs> <laughs> don't mess with the universal music so 
Yeah, I might end up doing it. It's uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not blocking the idea. I'm just saying for the time being, I, I do prefer working on singles rather than working on a full album. But material-wise, I do have material for a full album. Like, especially in the during this quarantine, I'm being creative as fuck. Honestly, like, <laughs> this is, like it's, uh, I'm taking this advantage of, my this, next question. Uh, of this period. Yeah. I was going to ask, uh, what's, what's quarantine like creatively? Are you, are you using the time to, to churn out a bunch of different things? Is it, is it shaping the sound in any way? Well, the thing is, um, the best thing about uh, being a, a singer songwriter and the fact that I studied um, sound engineering is that I can do it all by myself. So uh, I have this little home studio, which I'm not sure if you can see, it's right behind me. There's a, I do have a MIDI keyboard, I have an electric piano, I have a beat maker, I have monitors, I have all this perfect setup. So whenever you, have, you come up with an idea, uh, I can just jump out of bed and do it. So, uh, and the fact that I have nothing else to do, actually nothing, not nothing else to do. I have nowhere to go, nowhere else to go. I can, um, I'm, I'm taking full advantage of that. I really am. I'm just recording stuff continuously all day long. Even if I'm not going to use them later on, I'm, 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 I'm just coming up with ideas. And not just for my uh, solo act as Raif, even orchestrations and all that. Because I, I did have another idea once that I wanted to release. If, I, if, I'm, if I'm going to release an album, um, it's going to be all orchestration. So uh, just orchestral music. Uh, it, it will have a theme, of course. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm really taking... I, I did not know I, uh, I was going to... That's why when, when you asked me about the quarantine, I'm actually enjoying it because I'm... Again, there's nothing else to do. And I don't want to say there's nothing else to do as if it's a bad thing, but uh, I am enjoying it. It's, uh, it's I have my guitars. I have all uh, what I need to to release an album every week if I want. I think I think a lot of uh, there's a lot of uh, silver linings to uh, for a lot of musicians that are staying in, especially if they have. Uh, the advantage of recording at home and um, I also wanted to say uh, people like JM that are that are kind of recreating the recording process and trying to figure out how, ways to do it online uh, through through just through the internet so I could sit here and record my vocals with him producing it at his house and stuff like that um, I'll, I'll link to that in the, in the description at the end of this video but I just want to say there's a lot of new people tuning in uh, welcome to episode 8.5 with Raith. Uh, the first episode uh, got taken down because I played a part of his music video uh, that was uh, released last Thursday through Universal Music and they don't take kindly to uh, to us using their stuff. Um, so if you can, uh, Tamimi is here, Tada is here, JM, uh, Huda, thank you for tuning in. Mike, what is up? Chris, thank you for tuning in. Um, if you can, uh, just help us uh, by uh, by sharing the stream uh, let's get some more people back in um, because we had a very important conversation uh, in in episode eight uh, about uh, about a bunch of different different things uh, involving mental health uh, including sorry uh, mental health including getting signed to universal music and and Raith's journey so far um, but yeah uh, you were telling uh, you were telling us about um, 
the idea of, of you releasing singles uh, for your solo stuff um, yes. through Universal Music. But there's also some other projects you're working on that I had the advantage uh, of hearing uh, before anyone else. True. Um, Can you tell I've us a little working. bit about uh, what that this is? Also, this also came up during this quarantine, which is um, the fact that I miss playing heavy stuff. Like uh, it's been a while. I really, I really love what I'm doing with my solo act, but I do miss the heavy stuff. The heavy stuff. So I came up with this idea with a friend of mine, Sam Wehbi, that we wanted to form. Um, I would consider it an alternative metal band, but this time I will be singing and not playing drums. And that's how we came up with Greenland. And uh, Greenland is uh, um, an alternative metal band. And uh, what I love about this project is that it came uh, it came out so fast that we already recorded, um, and we will will be releasing our first single in a couple of days and we had already we have already um, wrote a few songs for a full album as well and we we're so impatient that we think we're gonna release the whole thing by next month so uh wow both of us sam and i are very yeah yeah as in this is happening really 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 fast so we came up with the idea we recorded we went to the studio we re recorded the full song it's called save me and we had a lyric video ready, and we will be releasing it on uh, on Monday, April, April uh, twenty. Let me give days. the guys a little bit of a teaser right now. There is no, me... uh, there, there's no copyright whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. Let, let, let's <laughs> let's see if this gets flagged uh, no, <laughs> by, by it's some less other. Than 20, it's less than twenty five seconds, anyways. <laughs> let's mute the background music right now. Um, I'm going to play a teaser from uh, Ritz's upcoming project, Greenland, and we're going to talk a little bit more about it after this. Ooh, that was uh, a teasery teaser. Teasery teaser. Wow. Uh, April 20th. Uh, so you were, you were saying you almost finished recording an album just out of uh, out of writing and and recording during quarantine yes and uh that's that's is it just because you guys have the equipment are you recording uh separately How, how's the writing process no, in it's quarantine? A, i do have my my home studio but at, um I, I co-own a different studio, uh, Blue Hub Productions, and it's a really professional studio. So the thing is, uh, the co-owner of uh, Blue Hub Productions is a very good friend of mine, and he's he's uh, he's stuck at home. He's not doing anything, and Sam is also stuck at home. So we thought it's we might as well just get together it's it's gonna be for a couple of hours we had uh, the mask and gloves and all the hygiene products with us and uh, with please it, tell uh, me please tell me someone filmed the the writing and recording process nope you know how i love uh, the back oh man i love the behind the scenes stuff maybe, maybe for the rest it. of this maybe for the rest of the songs we're just talking about save me for now but for the rest of the songs it's uh yeah, because we are all we're all very uh, picky when it comes to this kind of stuff. So uh, 
Yeah, so we went to the studio, we did the whole thing. Mustafa, the co-owner of the studio, um, uh, did the mixing and mastering and it's uh, the whole, like the whole writing, recording, mixing, mastering thing took two days, like literally two days. I think we were recording on, on us. We, we wrote the song on Thursday, on a Thursday. We recorded on Friday. Uh, by Saturday, by Saturday night, the song was done. And uh, what I like, what I like that, what I like about Sam is that he uh, he, he doesn't think too much, like uh, just same as me. As like, he doesn't make a big deal out of everything. So we just loved the first take. We didn't uh, we didn't have way too much takes, and that was it. Uh, I'm actually really really excited about this one. Save me and the the band itself. So it's uh, it's exciting. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I miss playing heavy stuff. I was just gonna ask that. Is it reminiscent of uh, of your even black metal days or Roswell? Is it something that um, that reminds you of that, or is it a brand new monster? Well, it is a brand new mon- monster, but it's somewhere in between because it's not uh, is definitely not black metal. Uh, especially when uh, in black metal bands, I used to play drums, and not sing. But uh, and it's also not as uh, Roswell was more of a, an alternative pop kind of rock. This is this has a metal uh, this has a metal feel to it. This is more of a uh, outer bridge kind of stuff. So it is pretty exciting and I, but i miss the heavy part of songs like i miss I, th- that's something i can do in my solo act and uh, yeah it's pretty exciting like it's the fir- it's it's going to be the first time i'm doing heavy stuff as a singer and not uh, a drummer yeah that's uh, that's going to be interesting i also have to ask uh, you're signed to universal music for your uh, solo stuff why, why go make a, a heavy metal band? Like, you what? know what I mean? Every, every, the, the general, uh, I'm generalizing here, but the goal for most musicians is to get signed to a major label, uh, try to release records uh, and singles that uh, will be spread, would be distributed sufficiently enough for people to actually hear their work. You have that and you turn around and make a metal band <laughs> as a side project. What's wrong with you? Uh, is my question. A lot of things, actually. According to my doctor, <laughs> yeah. No, it's, uh, no, the thing is, I've always, as I, as we were uh, talking about before, I, I'm into a lot of genres. So it's, uh, I do consider making each one. Like I, I, I think about each each one of those genres separately. Um, I don't like to restrict myself to a certain genres at this point. Like I don't, I, I, I could easily see myself playing drums with another band later on. Uh, I definitely wouldn't mind that. Uh, the thing is, when we discussed the contract terms with Universal, um, the the best thing about working with them is that they don't put that kind of restrictions. I could I could release some heavy stuff with Universal. Um, I seriously doubt they would mind that, but I wouldn't want to do that. I would like to separate things, keep each uh, each to his own, which is why when I wanted to um, 
write heavy stuff, I wanted to do it um, through a band and not my personal. Even we created a whole um, different Instagram account, Facebook account, and a YouTube channel for that kind of stuff. So I wouldn't want to mix those two together. Um, maybe the main question is, would I be able to um, give those two a uh, perfect amount of my time? Like I wouldn't be, um, I don't know how to say it. I just want to be fair to whatever kind of music I release, whether it's heavy stuff, orchestral stuff, or my solo stuff. Um, I do think I'm able to do that. Just be fair to whatever I release. So uh, yeah, why not? It's it's something I've I've been thinking about for a couple of years. Now is the perfect time since I'm stuck at home. Actually, I don't like the word stuck. I'm I'm staying at home. So uh, yeah, I'm releasing heavy stuff as well as orchestral stuff as well as uh, mainstream hit songs. That, that see you touched on it there and I think that's one of the biggest um, differences uh, not differences but that's one of the biggest points uh, that that kind of uh, dictate what I do I am such I, I like to think of myself as a jack of all trades master of none like I kind of know a little bit of guitar I can do a bar chord here or there enough to write a hardcore song but not a guitarist I kind of play drums but I'm not a drummer um, I ended up being a vocalist because we couldn't find anyone else um, I, I was a, a, a bassist in a band uh, and I only played the open string because it was just a hardcore breakdown <laughs> band. But um, one thing that I've never been able to do is even though I can sp spread myself in terms of like the creative process of, of writing, uh, I, didn't, I didn't really care which instrument it was. I didn't really care what the, the general, um, like I'm, I didn't focus myself on, on one thing. Uh, I've never been able to uh create it in multiple platforms like uh, uh when i was in uh, in figure of fate uh, one of my first like serious bands i physically couldn't do anything else um and especially now with uh, svengali I, I i can't even dude i know there are people watching here that uh i've promised to work on covers with uh, and they've done their part i haven't been able to <laughs> to even record uh, my vocals just for a, a cover months months on end because uh, i can't physically split my brain to do uh like two music projects that's that's how hard it is for me just going oh just doing two music projects uh, that are the same genre same everything all i have to do is the same thing that i do for for my band um but i've i've been finding it such a it's one of those things, man. I just, I, I, I can't do it for some reason. Um, but it's amazing that you could just focused on on one thing. I am, but uh, I, I think it's also because uh, I, I, uh, I have been uh, loosely diagnosed with ADD, and I, I do have, uh, I know I have a bunch of attention stuff. I don't know if it's, it's, it's something to do with that, or, um, I, or I it's doubt just it I, I have ADHD. Oh yeah. <laughs> And and you have the m most amount of projects I know from uh, from any musical. Uh, I don't uh, think it musician. has to do with uh, yeah. The, the, I don't think it has to do. Uh, it has anything to do with uh, having ADD. It's uh, 
I'm, I honestly don't know how how it works. I don't know. It's uh, but because aside even like we were just talking about stuff that I'm doing for myself. Uh, I haven't even started talking about what I'm producing for other artists as well. Just I'm doing yeah, exactly. it right now at the, at the quarantine. So I think I don't know. I just I just do it. I yeah. I think I think definitely uh, the profession versus uh, the passion um is is a major split like for me this podcast is is a passion i love doing it i love talking to people like yourself i love talking to creatives and uh, and people that are ready to open up and and talk about their journey um but if this was a video that i had to edit uh paid uh by by someone uh, i probably would hate it so much more than than i i I completely love doing it now, and I could sit here for hours. The Bailuni episode was three hours, and yeah, I could wow. sit and talk uh, talk about the creative process. But if someone, uh, if it was part of the the project, I think uh, it would be a little different. Here's the thing: um, talking about uh, now that you've mentioned the whole creative process thing, I have a thing like I do. I seriously believe in this peak time during any day. Um, the peak time is well basically i i'm the kind of person that believes if, if you want to do something do it repeatedly all the time until you get it uh perfectly well for, but but when I, when i say repeatedly i mean if let's say if, if you're learning um a musical instrument play 10 minutes every day is much better than playing for three hours once on a weekend for example just play it, just make it every single day. It yeah. has to be every single day. And my, like this, this is what I consider the peak time. To me, my peak time is between midnight and 4 a.m. It always has been, it's, it's, I, I don't know how, why, I, it just is everything I do, every single thing I do, I do it between 12 midnight, 12 a.m. Um, till 4 a.m. It's, it's my peak time it's 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 my time it doesn't have to be something creative like it's i, I genuinely just considered it consider the time between 12 a.m and 4 a.m is the best time in in my day so it's whatever i want to do this is this is the time to do it so if i don't do it between 12 and 4 i'm not gonna do it it has to wait for the for the next day that's so super I, interesting. I do yeah it is uh, like i do believe in that I do believe in having this peak time during your day, just knowing that during this during this time, nothing is going to go wrong. Like it's, it, I could just sit there and stare at the wall. Just I don't have to do anything. I just know that this time is mine. This is this is what I want to do. If I want to stare at the wall, I'm going to stare at the wall. If I want to create a full album between 12 a.m. and 4 a.m., I'm going to do it. So it's it's it would it, I seriously um, suggest that everyone try to find their peak time because uh, yeah this is my time even even when I used to work when I had a like as a full time job I used to wake up I should be at work at nine I used yeah. to but I, I didn't sleep before three a.m. or four a.m. Uh, mm -hmm. like it's a, that that's my time I find it really interesting because I think uh, like I was saying even before. Uh, with with uh, your projects, I think I'm the complete opposite. Um, I I am the antithesis of someone that has a time. I have such random sporadic moments to a degree where I find it difficult to actually um, zone in 
and figure out exactly what's happening because uh theory of mind for example as uh, vengali's first album uh, full-length album <coughs> we basically like you were saying about uh, greenland uh, we wrote uh recorded and sort of mixed uh one song per day basically it was just uh, the guys would come in uh, they'd write the music i'd uh, contribute here and there and then just hearing that vibe something off it write a couple of words write a, a hook write the the first verse uh, see if everyone's on track and then from that uh just continue writing the song and then the song would be packaged and ready to go by the end of the day like 10 hours later uh, and that didn't matter what time of day we started writing that didn't matter um because because we didn't have the the option right we didn't it was yeah. um it was very sporadic uh, just whenever everyone's free from work uh, to kind of see if we can come together and write this music and um so you having uh, like a, a peak hour the witching hour <laughs> almost yeah. you have you have that 3 a.m witching hour uh writing process which is which is very very creative um sorry which is very artistic sounding to me um but i'm definitely i'm definitely one of the <clears throat> the old schooler uh i just write uh, whenever it comes. There, there is no right way there's no absolutely one way or a right way whatever works for you it's uh it's just like the whole lyrics before music or music before lyrics thing whatever absolutely which which is something that's also happened uh, with uh, with Sayonara. With, uh, it, what usually happens um, when JM and I write is JM writes the uh, the music. Um, we ping pong back and forth, and then I write the lyrics based on that. Uh, one time, uh, which is the title track of all of all things, uh, the song Sayonara. Uh, I was in the states at the time. JM was still in Dubai, and I had a, I just vibed a feeling. It was snowing. It was a. It was such a strange, euphoric uh, time for me personally, mentally, physically, everything. And uh, I texted him um, the idea of a feeling. Uh, it was very random. It was super, super annoying. I bet to him. But I said, hey, I know we we're supposed to have wrapped the album, but I, if you have one more in you, uh, this is kind of uh, the vibe I'm getting here. Uh, do you have anything for this based on not lyrics it was just like a vibe and uh yeah. and he wrote he wrote a demo um structured the song did did everything uh sent it back to me and uh, we started building the the title track sayonara off of that uh, which is actually kind of cool because the album title was already uh determined the album title was already sayonara we didn't realize we were writing the song sayonara not intentionally anyway and then it just kind of fit into the album and the the word sayonara kind of fit into that song and it just all happened by mistake yeah basically. you never know you can never know how it, uh, it goes like uh, there's again there's no right way so it's uh i can totally relate to that uh, we're going to do some shout-outs here. Uh, Ahmed Ramal joined us. Thank you very much, Ahmed Ramal, for our make. Who we need to get on the podcast. Abud's still in the house. Thank you for coming back. Uh, Junior's in the house. When the World Burns uh, released a, a music video and a single a couple of days ago. You guys should check that out, When the World Burns. I'll put it in the link, uh, the link in the description after this. Uh, Michelle is in the house, also from Aramaic. Uh, Aramaic repping. Uh, they they have a new album coming out later this year. Uh, Taifi is in the house. Uh, Muhammad Taifi was uh, one of the first people I joined Ta'ifi. the band with. 
thank you for tuning in my brother he's also coming on the show very soon uh, we're going to be talking about his his musical journey as well Abud says when this is over hopefully uh, I will come to Dubai to see you guys I miss gigs yeah man um, I think it's been it's it's been a a whirlwind uh, of for for different reasons but um specifically for musicians i think they're finding it very difficult uh to especially musicians that do it for a living um to adapt to to things not adapt but to um recover because a lot of a lot of people don't uh they weren't prepared to to have everything cut off uh at a single time so if you can support your local musicians if you could support your local artists um even even a share uh, or a like like with Ray's new video give it a share give it a like that actually goes a really really long way uh for for local artists local musicians um whether they're signed or not it uh, it's such a huge huge thing uh, these days yeah just just because i'm signed to universal doesn't mean i'm not broke <laughs> that that <laughs> is the quote of the century right there <laughs> exactly Awesome, man. Um, let's talk. I just want to touch on one last thing before we start wrapping it up. Uh, let's let's talk a little bit more about Greenland. Um, first of all, where did you come up with that name, and why yes. Greenland? Oh, dude, same same thing as as Roswell. We we just look for, and you know what? At this point, in two, it's two thousand twenty. It's, it's not easy. I don't like Sam and I. We don't like uh, long names. Just I was like just going to say. I was going to say uh, the one word uh, band title is is very uh, very uh, sought out these days. It's yeah, like it's, my uh, my last band before Svengali was called Who Will Guard the Guardians. That's a lot yeah, of words. See, yeah, that's a lot of words. So, uh, yeah, exactly. So we were thinking about names for the band. And again, just like just like me, Sam doesn't really care. It's a, it's a matter of, I genuinely believe it's a, it's a matter of you make the name cool and not the, the other way around. So uh, we're just looking for, for words that sound easy and are still available in 2020 for bands. So... Uh, so Greenland, we were just that, that. You know what? That's the funniest process ever when you when you but tried to come up with a band name. Was there was there a, a relation to something? Did you guys hear see something that clicked it, or it was just random? No, whatever no. stuck on the wall. No, it's. Uh, I was trying to. Uh, I remember. I don't remember perfectly well, but I was trying to come up with band names that has field or land or something. Yeah, the end but, but but the whole process like it, it only took us like a couple of days anyways but it was so funny like just googling stuff and there are bad name generators that <laughs> the funniest name would come up so it's uh yeah but there's no deep meaning behind it just just like roswell so it's um it's a name it's it's an easy name to say it's an easy name to uh to remember so Greenland it is Greenland the band, but yeah we we had some problems when uh, naming the the Facebook page because you cannot name name a page after uh, yeah we ended oh, up just adding after LP. a country 
uh, after uh, any kind of city and all that. So we just added okay. Greenland LB. All right, so, I I uh, I wouldn't have guessed that. I would have thought it would be like a searchable, uh, a searchable thing as well. Like you can't really search unless you say Lebanon after the 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 band name. Right? Um, no, it seems yeah, it, uh, it seems we came up with uh, with other ideas as well, and it, it's always disappointing when you're excited about the name and then you Google and there, there's a band called. Yeah, we wanted to name. name we had name or we had something uh, very similar happen with Bengali where. Uh, we I uh, searched the name before just to make sure that there isn't any bands out there called Svengali and I found one uh, retired Canadian band uh, that was big in the 80s called Sven Space Galley um, and I was like oh. okay they're they're retired they're not releasing anymore everything's uh, is good to go after we uh, released our first album uh, they were still retired halfway through recording Sayonara these guys make a comeback and are now touring <laughs> or were touring okay. at least and then and then we started getting a bunch of messages saying hey this isn't the band i'm looking for you guys sound nothing like glam glam rock or whatever it was um so it's a it's a very interesting process but because of the the space in their name at least there's no like uh copyright or uh, or legal issues um, with us, at least, uh, I, we didn't get our name from them. We, I got it from from a completely different source. Uh, I don't think from, when it comes to names, I don't think there are um, like you could register a name, but it's fine if you use it. Like it's absolutely fine. I don't think there are plenty yeah, of I'm, international bands that have uh, the same the name. same name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, so let's jump fine. into the comments real quick. Uh, yeah. Where were we? Abut says respect, yeah, but now you get time to write more albums uh, and support bands, local bands and artists. Abut, you're one of the people uh, that, that loves to support local music and I love you for that. He um, actually had a massive Svengali sticker uh, on his car on, on the door. He had our logo repping all the way uh, in Bahrain. Uh, Mike says you all need to head up Canada. It's a hip skip and a long ass plane right away. <laughs> it, it is it is just that exactly uh he also says uh, he's asking if you uh uh partake in uh in recreational uh smoking um let's let's avoid getting this video blocked because uh what the, the first half of this video uh, i'm not gonna say the words <laughs> the first half of this video has already been taken down um Abud's also asking, uh, or not asking, just saying, who were the Guardians? I remember that. Damn, that was too old, uh, but good memories. Thank you for making me feel old. Uh, and thank you for bringing up how long ago, uh, I, or how long I've been doing this. That uh, was Judy says, <laughs> Exactly. Judy says, I love that tattoo. Which tattoo are you talking about? Uh, I think she's talking about your tattoo, Raith. Uh, um, but do let us know which tattoo you're talking about. I do have tattoos, yeah, yeah let, let, let us know which one you're talking about, Judy. Um, uh, Abud also says, there's a video of your band on my channel, on my YouTube channel, you guys were performing. Uh, yes, I remember that. I actually remember that. If uh, Abud, if you leave your uh, YouTube channel link in the comments and people that are interested to see uh, one of my first music projects, who are the Guardians, head to his uh, channel. It's, uh, it's interesting, to say the least. She's talking about my tattoos. Okay. Judy, I think you'd like this one better. You can't see it. Ah, I have to. 
this is my favorite honestly that is pretty cool when it comes um, to tattoos i think uh when you had uh Bailuni on someone was dissing the fact that he loves liverpool oh yeah Who was it was talking uh, about liverpool. see I, i i'm not a football guy so even if they did yeah. if there was a reference to it i wouldn't even get it well i have a liverpool tattoo so yeah, they shouldn't try that with me All right, I, I don't know. Are you? Are any of you guys into into football leagues and? Because uh, I know nothing about about this stuff. Um, but continuing on, Mike says there are still. Uh, Mike says they are still touring here and there, but nowhere near as big as they used to be. Um, he's talking about uh, Svengali, Sven Space Gali from Canada. Um, yeah, I, I didn't even know they existed, man. Um, we knew that there was a retired band. Hopefully, uh, they. Um, they don't uh kind of hate or they don't they don't uh think it's it's any kind of like stealing or anything like that and they're cool Serge, with us you'll never walk alone uh, they had one hit under the influence it wasn't a bad tune not my cup of tea uh abud will make a larger sticker for his car thank you so much brother you're always been amazing um both of his i do love it i have four of my own judy saying awesome and serge uh, serge lotfi the entire rma crew is in the house serge uh just commented you'll never walk alone which that i know that much about liverpool because uh Bailuni obviously uh told told me uh, a lot about he'll never walk alone and Hadi, the stadium Hadi loves liverpool as well Stadium's i don't i don't I don't know, man, but I've just been told a little <laughs> bit about it. But um, Serge, also uh, the singer for our make, um, Fadi from that band, was our very first episode. I tested this entire format on him. Uh, he was my first uh, first victim, so to say. Uh, um, but yeah, um, this is this is awesome, man. Thank you, guys. Keep keep commenting uh, if you guys have any questions. If you guys have any comments. Let us know uh, right now because uh, we're gonna slowly wrap this up. Um, I'm gonna try and figure out what happened to the first stream. Gorgon just joined. Thank you for joining, Gorgon. Uh, for those that missed it, this is the second part. Actually, I'm gonna change the. Um, I think it was Gorgon who was dissing Liverpool. Just remember the Sorry. episode number. Oh, Gorgon, uh, if you're here, we're talking about Liverpool. Uh, these guys like it. I don't understand it. Um, but I'm going to change the episode number to 8.5 for those that are just tuning in because uh, the It first part of the stream got blocked. So what happened was I played Reitz, uh brand new music video, um, but without the audio. And I thought that would be fine, but it wasn't. Universal Music still blocked it. So uh, that's what happens, man. That's what happens when you think everything's cool do do we have any Faisal thank you for tuning in, in. Uh, sorry go go for it man Just actually to ask any, yeah go for it for any, a second I'm gonna the metal heads? reconnect uh, the uh, the uh, camera right now um, but if you're uh, a musician in the crowd I know Mike was uh, in bands uh, Serge is here Abud's here um gorgons no, no, in mean, a prog rock other than metal musicians 
just let me t let's uh, kind of recap uh, while while I uh, fix this uh, camera stuff. Uh, if you can uh, recap what we uh, talked about for about a minute uh, from from the first part of this video. Well, yeah, we, no problem. So we were talking about. I love the fact that we were talking about personal stuff. We're talking about my first release uh, of 2020 um, with Universal entitled Dream. You guys could check it out on all platforms on YouTube, Anrami, Deezer, Spotify, iTunes. And please let me know what you think about it. And um, <laughs> Gorgon is saying LFC, huh? Yeah, LFC. I absolutely love LFC. I started in a... Yeah, so uh, and we we're talking about mental health. We're talking about a new project I'm working on, which is Greenland. It's an alternative metal band. Please check them out on Instagram and Facebook. We will be releasing a new music, uh, a new lyric video on Monday. So, yeah. That's basically it. And I'm back, guys. Oh, I'm um, back. Awesome, man. It's been it's been an awesome chat. Um, it's unfortunate that uh, I over overestimated the or underestimated the reach of uh, someone like Universal. But um, am I out of focus? I am out of focus. You are. I was about to say. <laughs> yeah, but we are wrapping up, so it's fine. Yeah, it's focused on if the you plan behind you. It is a very impressive fake plant. <laughs> yes. Um, but uh, any last words? Uh, and uh, also tell everyone where they could find you, where they could reach you, where they could check out the music and stuff. Well, uh, I really, I really want to thank everyone for tuning in. This was really fun. Wow, it's, it's been almost two hours. So it's um, thank you guys so very much. You could check out my uh, music on uh, Instagram. It's Sounds of Wraith. On Facebook, it's Wraith uh, Al Hur Official. And uh, always leave comments. As uh, again, uh, as I was saying before, check out my new band Greenland. It's an alternative metal band. If you're into into that kind of stuff, we'll be releasing our first single a single on Monday. Greenland. So uh, other than that, uh, Adnan, thank you so much. Thank you for being here, my dude. Uh, it means means the absolute world to me. Thank you guys for tuning in live. Um, Judy says, following on IG, perfect, connecting people. This is what Unmuted is all about. Um, we're going to be releasing the audio version of this uh, entire episode, part one and two, let's call it that, uh, shortly after this video stops streaming. Um, and I'll figure out a way, I'll figure out a way to get you guys to check out part one um, or maybe merge the two and cut the 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 flagged content out. Um, but awesome, awesome show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Raith, thank you so much for being here all the way from Lebanon. Thank you. Um, I think the connectivity uh, through the internet is, uh, is amazing. And the show, everyone that tunes in is, uh, is very, very... Uh, heartwarming to me it's just let's talk about motivation and some real stuff man it's it's uh it's an awesome journey so Indeed. having said that thank you guys for tuning in i'll see you guys next time